ladies and gentlemen, dad meat. I always want I always want to do like an intro. I always want an intro like that. That would be my dream is someone introducing me somewhere by just going, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Butterly. And everyone's like, fuck, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Mike, how you doing, dude? I'm great, man. How are you, buddy? Pretty great. I feel like you didn't love feel like you didn't love the intro, so I kind of tanked I, my weekend. Oh, dude, I didn't know you were actually starting. Yeah, it was that was no dry run, dude. That was me first try. Dude, that's how Chris Watts was introduced at his trial. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be really sick if you get to prison and everyone knows like you got a high profile case and like as they're walking you down the line, like everyone's getting ready to just like give me them cheeks. They're just like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Watts. Like, what's up, baby? <laughs> Give me your cheeks. Give me your cheeks. The three fat lady jurors are immediately excused because they're clapping. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a bunch man. of dudes sucking their fingers at you. Do you think it's really like that when you get to prison and you're hot? Only one way to find out. One of us should do it. We should do rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go to jail. Yeah, it has to be. You know why? Because like, if, if you weren't in jail... And someone showed up, you'd just be like, I'm look, I'm too wrapped up in my own shit. I'm not gonna like if at work, if at work you had to applaud when a new employee walked in, yeah, you'd be like, nah, I'll either kill myself or quit. But in prison, you have literally nothing to do. She's so like, dude, I'll hoot and holler. Hooting and holler are rules, by the way. <laughs> oh shit, we're in the same sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're sinking our periods now. Look at this. Dude, I'm gonna start doing that at work when we get a new employee. I'm just going to start it off, ladies and gentlemen. Shandrisha Friggins Driggins. <laughs> you ain't got to do all that. <laughs> For you, Shandrisha, I do. Y'all play too goddamn much. Oh, she's going to find out quick that I play too much. Dude, I disappeared, man. I, I went off the grid for a pretty significant amount of time this week. Where'd you go? I was just, I was just wrapped up in my own bullshit. You weren't back on your bullshit? Nah, dude. This is I'm on a new chapter of bullshit. I'm okay, taking tell off. Tell me about it. I, I mean, I'm just I'm just, you know what? Sunrise to sunset, I'm committed to the tasks at hand. Mm-hmm. I love there's nothing I love more than a task at hand. Mm-hmm. And this week I really got after it, man. It's so crazy. And uh you guys will forgive me for just not not shutting the fuck up about this shit, but now that I now that I don't live in fucking squalor, now I'm like, dude, I better I better go make sure there's no fucking wet circulars sitting in the driveway. <laughs> I better go make sure there's no fucking soggy coupons just littering the neighborhood. <laughs> it's just like I I have something productive to do from sunrise to sunset every day, and then I lay down. Now I understand pajamas. Now I understand like I'd love to fucking button up a long sleeve shirt and then sleep in it every night. I'm just all about yeah. What you would do that. I can't, I, dude, I don't, I'm seeing a new world for the first time. I get, All dude, right, at get night, it. I'm like, it is, it is time to slumber. And I lay down in bed and I'm like, I am so tired. I could not possibly stay up until four in the morning watching, you know, YouTube videos about blowing glass. <laughs> dude, I remember one time I made fun of a dude for admitting that he was into glass blowing and I still feel bad about it. You fucked up. I did. I had the wrong one, man. I had him fucked up. I'm on his side. I'm with you now, and I feel terrible about doing it. That was what me and Tommy did last night. Tommy, Tommy posted the weekend. We well, we watched YouTube videos about glass blowing for probably four hours last night, all mushrooms. <laughs> How did he take to it? It was a dream. Mm-hmm. He was uh well, we'll get there. I I guess I guess this is gonna be one of those uh, episodes where I just recap my cool last weekend. What's up Hopefully. with you though, dude? I'm tired of myself. 
Dude, I'm in the midst of a uh, of the tail end of my college program. I'm finishing up, and it's been a real motherfucker the past few weeks. So I got like probably another month and a half of hard stuff, and then I just got to knock out a few credits with some tests, and then I'm done. So I just got to plow through. How much? How much college do you have left? Uh, five weeks. Of and you're done actual- forever. Well, and I'm done with my bachelor's. I'm I'm probably going to go right into my master's. Oh, program. how should we sell? Can I take you to Bennigan's when you get your bachelor's? Um, actually, you know what? I would let's go to. You want to go to Dave and Buster's? I do want to go to Dave and Buster's. I would love that. Oh, that's great. Are you going to get a cap and gown? I don't know, man. I can, you, can we just gym. get one and you wear it? We can. Where do you want me to wear it? Dave and Buster's, bro. Oh, all right. I'll wear it there. I'm taking and my I'll... new grad. I'm taking my new grad to Dave and Buster's. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, buddy. I'm going to get a tweed that... jacket. <laughs> I'm be like, this is uh, my retarded janitor I taught math to. So he's he's getting out of the neighborhood forever. Dude, I'm still kind of bummed that I didn't go to my community college um, graduation. I didn't even get my fucking community college diploma. I'm pretty sure that's not real. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they write it on a what... napkin and they hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> when did you graduate from community college? Um... I think 2016. Oh, that's recent. It was 20 years, dude. I It was officially 20 years of community college that I finally graduated. Damn. Yeah, man, I did it. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you, buddy. But yeah, that's been a real motherfucker. And it's been a real, real struggle to, to fucking um, stay focused and, and not get off track. What's really what's bringing you down about the end of the road here? There's there's a research project that I, I've done half of already, and right now I have to submit an application to actually conduct the research. And I'm getting like I'm getting the application sent back because of um, things that aren't up to their standards. And it's it's not in my wheelhouse, so I have a very difficult time for it. And my teacher is very is has been difficult to work with, so I'm just out by myself on this. What one, do you so mean? Not, what do you mean it's not their standards? Like like uh the wrong color ink or like they're just too many knife marks in the pages <laughs> <laughs> too too many cats getting hurt <clears throat> um but no it's like you have to submit this application a certain way and if they want more and more detail which i believe that i provide but they want it in a certain section of the application so it's it's very tedious and very fucking it's the fucking worst did uh it, wait do you think it's just like they're just like we need it needs to be better? Are they just saying it needs to be better? I don't understand. They just want clarification on what it is. Mm-hmm. I think at the basis of it, they just want to know that you're not going to be actually providing hands-on research. I think for undergrad research, they prefer it to be like like a survey based. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they, it's, they should it's let very, you get out in the field, get your fucking hands dirty, get your meat dirty. Dude, I want to I want to hear about people's childhoods and and what kind of animals they fucked. Mm-hmm. But there's none of that in this. This is just very, very run of the mill, and it's very boring, and it's very tedious. Uh, Mr. Rainey, um, it, uh, let's start with the opening. You cannot start a research grant application with as a uh, sex torso cheekbuster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Webster's defines comb as. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, that's been busting my ass, and it's just. What are you gonna start? What are you gonna research? Um, the implementation of mindfulness practices in high school. Is there any data to go on already or would you have to go in there and like teach these motherfuckers what's up? There is. There's there's a lot of places, a lot of school districts that have already implemented things. And there's there's um, 
definitive results. And yeah. I was I was originally interested because I think that if kids are taught proper mindfulness techniques at a young age, they'll have a, a better a better chance at just dealing with fucking random shit that they typically go into tailspins over as mm-hmm. they go through young adulthood. And like for regular uh, high schoolers or for like, uh, you know, movie high school, like disturbed. Not high regular school. high school, regular yeah. high schoolers. Yeah. I don't know if they should have access to anything that makes them more effective. I think you should just you should just struggle and fail constantly as a teenager. Dude, it's funny you mention that because that one high school I worked at, one of the kids was just fucking lost it one day. He's like, this shit is this shit is so boring. Nothing here interests me. And I remember telling this kid, like, high school sucks. It's supposed to be boring. Yeah. And I, I regret saying that, though, because, I mean, I think any person in a position of of educating should at least try to tailor some shit to kids' interest. That's true, but it's like you're not going to change the entire system just to answer this kid's outburst. True, and it was it was it was trying to find a middle ground between saying like there's some shit you just got to do, and you should also try to find shit that's more appropriate for you. Because I would have no reservations now if I was in that setting again. No reservations about telling kids to check out trade school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There would be it's I don't know why more kids aren't pushed toward that direction. Um. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, dude, because I Friday night. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Friday night. So so Tommy came in and stayed the weekend. And Friday night, uh, you know, like when you're hanging out with Tommy and he's like, oh, I got to go meet up with like my buddy or like even like my brother. Yeah. And uh, I was I offered to give him a ride. He was like, you should hang around. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't do good with hanging around. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to pass up the chance to see him. So we went and hung out with his brother. His brother's a union electrician and they were hanging. It was Friday night. Union electricians hanging out after the job in Philly. Oh man! Holy smokes! Would it be fair to say that that was lit? It was. No, no. Actually, I'm gonna. I almost thought about it for a second. Let me let me stop myself. No, it was not lit. It was it was cool as fuck. You need a reminder every now and then, dude. Yeah. That like everyone you've ever known is retarded, and mm-hmm. it's you know a lot of them still got it where it counts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these were these were salt of the earth, dirtball electricians making one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year on overtime, just fucking snorting perks <laughs> all day. Oh my god! And all they all they want to do is work until like someone tells them they're not getting paid anymore, and then they want to drink until they're not allowed to drive home, and then they want to mm. drive home. I get it, dude. It was insane. And it was like, it was the type of environment where, uh, you know, I, I definitely am a, a fucking dork. So, like, there, there's like a little bit of apprehension when I'm in these, right? This is a regular occurrence. This is, you know, extended family. This is this is the people I grew up with. So, I'm, I go in there just full fucking autist. And I'm like, okay, Tim, don't talk about PlayStation. Don't talk about fucking cartoons. <laughs> talk about eating pussy. And uh, I just, I just, dude, I met them where they were, bro. I let. I was like, you guys tell me what you're all about. Like, I for the first thing I did was I walk in. I meet a dude named Richie, who's a big fat dude wearing like dirty khakis and like a safety color neon colored shirt. Like, nice. I think he probably still had his tool belt on, and just face an impossible color of red and the biggest smile on his face. He's like, "How you doing? I'm Richie," and he like shakes your hand too hard and like shakes your whole body, and you're like, "What the fuck is up, Richie? I'm so fucking happy to meet mm-hmm. you." And then you just talk about the most vile shit until it's time for everyone to go home. You were able to get along with everybody? 
unbelievably. It was Tommy kept looking over at me and like rubbing his temples. I was like, dude, do not make me leave here ever. <laughs> this is my Dave and Buster's. So would it be fair to say there were no crossed wires? That would be accurate to say. Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. No, no point. No, thanks for uh, thanks for clarifying that, dude. Dude, I remember being in a situation like that with Mayo, who I would love to have on here sometime. He brought me to his place. It was called Penny Gardens in Northeast Philly. It's actually close to you now. Mm. Um, it's on Holm Avenue, I think. Yeah. And he brought me there, and it was I, – I never wanted to leave. In fact, um, that night, it was at the time my wife and I had a shared bank account, and it was after the Eagles lost an NFC championship game, and I ended up buying a bunch of Coke. And like every 45 minutes, I was taking out like 200 bucks from the uh, from the ATM. And at one point, she texted me. She's like, what the fuck are you taking out money for? <laughs> at that point, I was just like, all right, I'm turning this off. <laughs> yeah, I was at a Paddywax. <laughs> oh, that's right. Actually, uh, out of whack jacks, I think is. One no, I was at Paddywax on uh, okay. off of South Street on South Street. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. And uh, they're like telling it like, dude, I fucking love this bar. We were actually we were on a job there. And they're like pointing at places like right after like we were actually on a job there. And that's like we saw this place. We're like, yeah, let's go fucking drink there. And Tommy's was like, cool. How much uh, how much longer do you think that job is going to take? They're like, oh, that was like five years ago. <laughs> they, just been, they get shining. Din. When you're an electrician and you like a bar, you get shining in and you only exist there for eternity. <laughs> Dude, that's the reason why like those kind of guys are happy, I believe, is because you see the result of your work. There's so many times where you're engaged in fucking work that is just it just seems like it never fucking ends. Mm -hmm. And with them, they can see that okay, I'm gonna be here for fucking a month. And at the end of this, I can always point to that and have those kind of stories to tell. Well, you know what's funny is uh this is this is another reason why I like trade schools and that line of work and that line of thinking is because how I almost every job every person I know or encounter has is like part of the job is like creating work for yourself. Like, oh, this is this is here's a reason to justify me getting paid. Here's an you know what I mean? When you're an electrician, it's like put electricity in that building. They're like, all right, it's gonna take six months, dude. And you know when the job's done. There's not like, oh dude, uh yeah, I guess I guess that's like part of like um the person who owns like the uh, electrician's company or whatever or the contractor, uh, they're always going to be like, Oh yeah, you got to pay us to do this. This is extra. But like, you're never like, I don't know. I feel like so many like office jobs are just like, Oh yeah, this paperwork requires me to do stuff and get paid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is, Oh man, dude, you're just going around and you're going in money circles and your life is completely meaningless. And when you're an electrician, you're like, Oh shit needs to be built. I need to make it or, or even a carpenter or, you know, other pill jobs. <laughs> there was a dude, uh, I, you know, I can't remember all their names. They're, dude, they all had, they're not even, the the skin tone of a union tradesman is like, uh, it's somewhere between like a paper bag and, let me see, what's the perfect color I could think of? Like a red delicious apple. Mm. They're entire like from from their hairline to every exposed uh, piece of skin that they have. They get scorched, dude. When you get into the union, they automatically make you American Indian. It's I mean, they're doing red face. They're doing red mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> but they're like um, the, the uh, uh, Tommy's dad showed up by the way. So there's also a oh, you know best, a seventy year old man who's just like 
these are his people too. He he has been like uh, running like electrical companies forever, and he uh, this this dude who's like he's like I'm turning forty five on Tuesday, dude. You know what the secret to staying young is? Twenty nine year old pussy. And he turns around his phone. And he's he's showing everybody, including Tommy's dad, a picture of his girlfriend's pussy with cum all over. Ah, and we we're just like, cool man, <laughs> that rules. Uh, did you happen to? Uh, did he have to send it to you, or <laughs> like as a joke? Could you yeah. like, could you could you like show me as a joke, dude? That would be really funny. The one guy, oh, the one there was a big fat guy, and he looked like Chris Farley, and he moved like Chris Farley. So I started making fun of him. Not making fun of him. I was like, this dude is Chris Farley. And I just did like a little bit of like the when he's hiking up the jacket in the Matt Foley. How did sketch. he take it? He was like, ha. he almost like looked like he didn't get it. He almost was just like, ha, 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 because everyone else was laughing. His boys were crushing him so hard that for the next six months, all they're going to do is just Chris Farley movements around him. And they were all like the smiles on these dudes faces where I will take them with me forever. Be fair to say they lit up the room. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, I guess they did, dude. But yeah, I just, man, just what a contrast! What a contrast between that and just you know the the general uh, uneasiness people have not only with each other but with like every word that comes out of their own mouths. I I just you know, man, that was comfortable. Did you ever come close to getting into a um to a trade? I oh man, that's so funny you mentioned that because I spent that entire night just regretting not. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, obviously that's not my per that that's not my personality, but the, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't have a very clear picture of myself right now, but um, yeah, dude. Instead of just like floundering around at like different IT jobs, I mean, obviously I'm in a pretty all right spot now, but like knowing I wasn't going to college, someone should have like put like put a hook cane around my neck and yanked me into a union. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no one in my family told me, and uh, you know, that's that's a that's a minor regret. But you, college boy now, dude, what do you think? you better than me? Hey, man, everybody has their own path, Tim. Where do you I'm see yourself not... going after uh, graduation? Uh, to uh, show and tell. <laughs> you should get an uh, internship somewhere. I think I think if I do go for my master's, I think I would eventually have to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. But God, it'd be so funny to see you in some dildo internship. Just wearing like a short sleeve, short sleeve plaid button down shirt, untucked, getting just treated like shit by everybody in the office. I yeah, I don't I don't know if I have the uh, at this stage of my life have the patience for something like that. So that's going to be one of the deciding factors for me is how cool of a setup I can get if I have to do that kind of. It'd be unpaid. Yeah, man, it's gonna rule. I do believe that the company I work for would be able to work out something for me as to where I could keep my current job and use a lot of those hours to um, to demonstrate that I'm, I'm proficient in these areas. So if I go that route, that would have to be the case, because otherwise, you know, you see you, you see what I'm loaded up with here. You know, I, I got a new cat to feed mm. on top of my normal mouse. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't so. be able, you wouldn't be able to to take the unpaid internship route. Anyway, well, after that, know. after that, we partied for basically. I found out, dude, partying rules. That's the best. 
I love I love party. I I might be a bit of a party animal. Like a Spuds McKenzie party animal, mm-hmm. or yeah, dude. I don't know if you could tell because of the light, but when I when I party, I turn into a mushroom, dude. <laughs> I woke up this morning and like my my eyes don't open and I like my my skin has like a brownish green complexion and I'm looking in the mirror and like my hair is like flat and like folding on it like it look it looks like my hair looks like a mushroom cap like I get that like Donald Trump like brim from my hat wow. just like falling onto my face well dude I saw you on Instagram at like one o'clock trying to suck your own dick so <laughs> I knew I missed something good <laughs> wait where was that I don't know it was just you on the couch trying to suck your own dick <laughs> no, and wasn't. I was like fuck man I swear to God <laughs> <laughs> no did tommy post that probably <laughs> no, dude. but i was so bummed that i missed that and i'll never let it happen again i saw fucking lamare doing backflips on a trampoline bro we we had the time of our fucking lives mm. we um all right yeah, yeah okay so tommy tommy came in for the weekend i uh he came up he came to my house Thursday night. He crashed here. Uh, Friday, uh, I, I finished everything I could at work. We went and hung out with the electricians. And then we went to Helium and hung out. And then we came back here. And I think I think we just kept getting drunker and then passed out. Who was at Helium? It was Soder. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, so we were hanging out with Soder and Six and uh, O'Connor. Oh, that's cool. Ruled. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was UFC. And I feel so bad that we didn't put an event together. Or I, you know what? I don't feel so bad. I feel I feel poorly for anyone that would have enjoyed spending some time with us on the internet. But we did our best. It didn't come together. We we pulled the shoot. We pulled the emergency shoot, and we just uh, enjoyed some time with each other. I'm sorry you couldn't be there, dude. I was really bummed out, man. But I was happy to see you guys having fun, though. It, it was wow, man. The two the two p.m. start time was fucked up. Yeah, I hate that shit. So we we found that out late. We you know I like we've been talking so long about getting an in person event going for Khabib versus Gagey, and for it to not come together like that was massively disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, like the oh two weeks before we were like oh it's at two p.m. You had work. And then the day of when it's like, maybe we'll try to cobble something together. Wood was like, yo, just so you guys know, I forgot it's my sister's wedding. <laughs> so that morning he woke up and someone had to tell him his sister was getting married and he was going. And I, I love like when Tommy texted me or I, when I saw that text in our group text, I just picture him being awakened by his screaming mother and him just being like, hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. <laughs> So, uh, St. Cecilia's? Yeah, I told you, I'll be there. <laughs> um, putting on my bow tie. Could you ask anyone if they got an extra suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I can see how easy it is for get sisters' weddings because my sister got married for what I think was the third time two Decembers ago, and I had forgotten leading up to that week. Yeah, I mean, that's you just prefer not to recognize it. Man. So, uh, so we threw together like an impromptu barbecue. Because I, I already had Tommy under my supervision. We had the new backyard. It wasn't quite ready yet, but dude, we, we went, I mean, this was, this was a, an emergency shopping trip for the ages. We picked up, we picked up the Weber, the kettle, the, the premium Weber kettle, dude. You think, I'm, you think I'm fucking around with a black grill? No, it's copper colored, Mike. Do you understand me? 
<laughs> copper colored premium kettle. I could smoke in this thing if I want to. That's what I'm dealing with. I went out and I bought it. I bought it on a fucking whim. I thought, you know what? It's time. To, it's time to break bread. And dude, we broke bread. In regards to breaking bread, you should kill that next door neighbor dog, cook it on the grill, then serve it to your neighbors. Dude, we were in the backyard for I'm not kidding, ten hours. They didn't let the dog out once. They knew. Good. They knew the dog's Good. already out. Mm-hmm. We fucking we got some skirt steaks. Tommy made a chimichurri. He is a tremendous cook, man. Bro, getting getting to have Tommy's like Instagram story cooking session happening in front of you is breathtaking. We put we took a TV out into the backyard. We were like, oh, we'll just grill some stuff. We'll come sit in the look. Nah, dude. We had a TV that we could use. We ran an HDMI, a 25-foot HDMI cable from the living room out the window down into the backyard. <laughs> watched, watched the fights in Crystal Clear HD. Uh, fights were phenomenal. Uh, I kind of called how the... I, I kind of sort of called exactly how the Khabib fight was going to go. Were you surprised that he retired? No, he's I, like, he, I think every time he fights, he's like, I might retire. I don't know. But uh, man, he really, when it got to the ground, it was like dudes from two different sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only, the only hesitation I had was he cheated at the weigh-in. Did you see that? I did, man. But the way I view that is like how LeBron gets calls in the NBA on fouls. I think you got to kind of give guys that have this kind of pedigree the benefit of the doubt. Where it's just like, all right, yeah, you're in. You're good. Yeah, but if he misses that weight, he doesn't retire a champion. He's no longer fighting for a championship. I know, and that I, I get that that's another reason why they just fucking hurried that along and, and got him in. Well, I'm I okay. I'm like, okay with it. But I thought that that was indicative of him having like trouble and he looked fucked up. And so yeah. I thought Gaethje, I I wanted Gaethje to capitalize on it, but man, oh man, white belt shit works forever. <laughs> God, they peep the fucking sweatshirt. Shout out Hard Jiu-Jitsu. Dude, did you, ever, did you ever see that picture of him in his white belt? No. Yeah, Khabib's wearing a white belt. I forget who he's with. It, it's I, I think it's just like a regular, like, random, uh, like, Jiu-Jitsu black belt. But it's fairly recent within the past couple of years, and Khabib is training Jiu-Jitsu as a white belt. Good for him, man. Yeah. That was cool. We had a we had a judo seminar one time, and this, uh, these two judo black belts came in to, like, show us how to throw people. Mm-hmm. And one of our brown belts showed up in a white belt. Because he doesn't have a belt in judo. Yeah. I just thought that was really sweet. sweet. I love that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, it's probably kind of gay that I like that kind of thing, but I don't give a fuck. Whatever. No, that's sweet, man. Dude, I saw a fucking Lemare flying around in your backyard. Bro. Dude. Okay. So Lemare hit us up. All his boys are out of town. <laughs> we're, we're, we're feeling fine. Um, I was like, Lemare, we're watching the fights. Come up. Come through, dude. I didn't even tell him we had a trampoline. But, uh, yeah. So McKeever came over. So it was me, Tommy, McKeever, and, uh, Lemare, and she drive? Yeah, dude. We talking about? He does not. He dude, does does not so, <laughs> strike me as a driver. <laughs> we were all trying to imagine what kind of car he drove, and uh, <laughs> the was like, "I think he's probably gonna pull up in a mail truck, right?" He seems <laughs> like he drives a mail truck. <laughs> so before um before Lemare gets there, I'm like, dude, I think I gotta get up on this tramp, and I bust out some pretty crisp backflips. Mm-hmm. Pretty crisp. I'm testing the limits of this trampoline. I'm nailing these flips. And uh, and then McKeever was trying to work up the courage to do it, but wouldn't. Uh, Lemare did. And in the interim, I'm like, I turn into full on like outdoor bathrobe, like uh, bohemian fucking like my entire energy after that was like, you got to 
you gotta try you gotta try a backflip, guys. You gotta get a mm-hmm. backflip in you. It's uh like you got like I'm like I'm showing off my new like uh sauna. <laughs> you gotta get a backflip in you, man. It'll change your life, I promise. Your hot wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Lemaire shows up instantly. He's like, I'm getting on the trampoline. First thing he did, he 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 got on it so quickly that when he put his he put his wallet and keys and shit down on the trampoline. He was <laughs> he was already in it before we started like taking his jacket off. Lemaire's fucking nailing backflips. McKeever gets up some courage, lands a 10 out of 10. Tommy never went up. Uh, Tim, would it be fair to call what you were doing Timnastics? Don't let's not rename the podcast on the one year anniversary. Let's not call this Timnastics. <laughs> dude, I love seeing Lemire do anything. Lemire one, fucking rules, man. He's the coolest fucking dude on earth, but um, he moves like a, a man that's 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. There are no reservations in his movement. You know how you know how everyone wants to have a black Spider-Man right now in the movies? It uh-huh. should be Lemire. <laughs> how fucking cool would it be if Lemire was the next Spider-Man? <laughs> Get fucking corny-ass Tom Holland out of there. Get me Lemire <laughs> as Miles Morales. That would fucking rule. <laughs> Instead of like a spandex, you just have like a button down. Dude, he has to shoot. He has to shoot thicker webs. The swing it looks like mozzarella <laughs> sticks shooting out of his wrists. <laughs> his web slinging action is just like the give me a hug motion. For chicks. Dude, MJ is fat as shit and drives him everywhere. <laughs> Definitely not raised by his dad here either. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Aunt May's like 32. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May. Aunt May. <laughs> Auntie. Damn, that would rule. <laughs> I think I'm still fucked up. <laughs> she like it. I don't feel right, man. So then I got a. No, what was it? Yeah, then we hooked up a PlayStation and we got to play PlayStation outside with a fire on. You were in party mode. It was so fucking cool, man. So did Lemire pull up in a mail truck or, or no? No, I didn't I didn't see it, but I didn't look directly at his car, but I saw like the shape of it out of the corner of my eye. It's exactly what you expect him to get out of. <laughs> he also heard an ice cream truck five minutes before the rest of us did. Dude, that's his bad signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a spider sense, basically. <laughs> This is fat black spider sense was the Mr. Salty jingle. His nutty buddy sense. <laughs> um, wow. I just can't tell you how cool of a day that was. And I mean, all the food that we cooked up turned in, out incredible. Um, I ate I ate a pumpkin pie pizza style. Like I, I cut myself a gigantic piece of pumpkin pie and then ate it like just by holding the crust in my face. Not folded good. it. Folded a pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last time I think I had Tommy cook for me was when we went up to his place for the, the Delco table read. And I spent the entire night before throwing up into his sink. And then as I'm cleaning up the vomit out of his sink the next morning, he's making us sausage, egg, and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So, uh, number one, 
I dearly missed you throughout all of this. I was like, dude, I can't believe man. I can't believe Mike's not here. It was heartbreaking. Every once in a while, I'd have like a quiet minute. Like I was like, anybody need a beer? And I would go get beers. And as I'm opening them in the kitchen quietly, I'm like, I can't. My family was away. So it was just mm. complete isolation with my boys. And I'm just like, I can't believe I can't believe Mike's not here, dude. It was devastating. Dude, well, I, I thank you for saying that, but I had a similar feeling. I wasn't even paying attention to the fights. Then finally, uh, I had gone on Twitter while I was at work, and I saw somebody saying, like, all right, here we go. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, now I got to try to watch this fight. Mm-hmm. So I was watching, like, a UFC or a YouTube stream of two dudes watching it. And I was like, fuck, this is so corny that I'm watching people talk about UFC, and it's not my friends. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it, and it was just like, oh, no, he's got him a triangle. And he almost finished in the arm bar, with the arm bar in the first round. And then watching him or hearing him finish with a triangle, which I, I love seeing, um, it just really bummed me out that we weren't all together being able to enjoy it. Big bummer, dude. Mm. We missed but, you. Thank you, man. And the feeling was mutual. And I brought this up on Twitter and, and it seemed like everybody was into it, but I think we should just set like a monthly schedule for UFC streams. That would be and ideal that, for sure. That would be awesome. That way everybody's got a good idea of when it's happening, mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing. And then... I would love to do something like like you guys did where we're just chilling in a fucking backyard and, and doing it. Dude, the backyard is ready. The backyard's ready to host. It's so fucking cool. I'm so happy. I know I, people are going to get tired of me saying it's just like things are going great for me. I I'm I can't, I can't believe, dude, I can't believe my fucking blessings right now. Have you heard any noise at your new place? Dude, I'm pretty close to the Northeast Airport. So the most noise I get, actually, I can hear, it's almost kind of pleasant. There's two things I can hear. Number one is very, very far away. I can hear when someone's cruising down like uh, the boulevard or 95. So it's like, but so far away that it doesn't, like, I can't hear it when I'm indoors. It's only when I like go outside and just like get a little sniff of fresh air. I can see stars at night. And the other wow, thing I dude. hear is I'm by the Northeast airport and I can hear like, uh, I can hear pilots like, having air rage. <laughs> at <each> other. <laughs> I'm flying over here. <laughs> I can hear. I got it. your fucking jet stream. <laughs> I can hear propellers. Oh man. That's, that's nice. So fucking cool. Is there a part of you that thinks the propellers are going to sync with each other and start a reggaeton? Beat? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's the new R word. <laughs> Fat gay reggaetones. <laughs> That'd be so sick. It's just like a busted sound of playing like doom, kick it, doom, kick, doom, kick it. from 13,000 feet above me. Dude, I saw this fucking simpleton post on Twitter yesterday. She moved to like fucking Bushwick or something. And she's like, uh, nothing like the sound of reggaeton in my new neighborhood. And she was actually enjoying it. I was like, toots, you have no fucking clue. Yeah. yeah. Give it a month. That's that's rough, man. Actually, I if you don't have like a fam, I there. Here's the thing: if I was a fucking moron and I was moving to fucking New York and I didn't have a family and I was posting on Twitter shit like that, I'd be like, "Oh, it's so eclectic. I love my eclectic neighborhood." Mm-hmm. But when you're like, "Oh, I can't let my kids outside because a dirt bike might hit them on the sidewalk," and then it's like, I don't know. I could probably live without the reggaeton. <laughs> Dude, how do you sleep at night? Uh, it's, it's confusing. It's disorienting. Um, Do you wake up a lot? No, I sleep through the night every time now. Mm-hmm. It's, wow, dude. it's, it's, it's crazy. So we had that incredible time. 
John took off. Uh, Lemaire ended up going to a party, and Tommy was still staying at my place. And thank God he did, because after a day like that, if Tommy would, if I would have been alone by myself and my mm. family wasn't home, I probably would have spun out. I would have been very sad. Dude, you need a real doll <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> I could probably work that out with Mary Jo. She's just like, okay, I'm going out of town. I'm going to give you the key to the real doll. I'm like, all right, cool. That way it doesn't intrude on our relationship. Dude, how do you think she would take it if I ordered you a real doll that looks just like your wife? She would She would ask for a key. <laughs> She'd be like, can I just get the keys, please? She wouldn't trust me with it. Friends um, don't let friends fuck drunk. Yeah. Also, she'd probably be pretty uncomfortable with you going through the ordering process of a getting a real doll that looks like her. Oh, dude, I would have my glasses on. <laughs> Just clicking, <laughs> covering your eyes. <laughs> dude, I would love to get a custom-made real doll. Yeah, what would you? What or what are some of the uh, key customizations that you would need? Uh, probably thirty pounds overweight. <laughs> Um, easy to clean. What kind of complexion are we talking? Um, whitish. <laughs> Although it would be cool if you could put like wrapping paper on them and give them a totally different uh, ethnicity. Oh, like, I thought you were talking like, about like just, like a car decal, <laughs> like a uh, car wrap, not, like have it have not, it sponsored, <laughs> like Mister Papa's electric. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great advertising tool. <laughs> yeah, we sponsor a softball team, and we sent Mike Rainey a real doll. <laughs> yeah, that's what neighborhood sh- sluts should do, is, like, advertise for neighborhood businesses, like, on the inside of their thighs. Like, uh, like shitty diners. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a plumbing company. You know, you know, if there was advertising space on Cheeks, Mr. Tubbs would be plastered around the city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would definitely be all over it. But yeah, dude, I'm gonna get your real doll one day. I'll work it out. I'll work it out with your wife, man. <laughs> we'll work out custody. Like yeah. I'll keep it at my house until you're alone. Mm. Then I'll drop it off to her at a gas station. <laughs> you share custody of a real doll. That'd be really funny to see my wife driving with a real doll replica of her in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of my car, we just hug each other, and then we just hand it off. Put it in, buckle her in. You know, people talk about like, I wish I could just clone myself and have my clone do my job while I enjoyed myself. <laughs> just like getting the clone a job. <laughs> I mean, the real doll, not the clone. It's not a clone. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be funny. <clears throat> How much damage do you think a real doll could absorb? <laughs> Dude, that's what they use for crash test dummies now. What? What if I... <laughs> What if um what if we cut down on a domestic abuse by getting abusive husbands real dolls that look like their spouses and they could well, just beat the shit out of the real doll? I'll tell you right now, my real doll couldn't cook any less than my <laughs> wife does. So <laughs> you get into an argument with a wife and you power bomb her real doll through a table. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be great. Just uh, there, there would be no better equalizer to show your spouse how angry you are with them just by beating the living shit out of their likeness. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, you ever see like training footage of Mike Tyson and the way he just throws hooks, turning his entire body? It's so terrifying. It scares me. You yeah. just display that on the real doll while she's standing in the kitchen. 
staring at you. <laughs> She's eating leftovers over the sink, and you're just unloading hooks into her, into her clone. <laughs> yeah, I think when I ordered mine, it would have to come with, like, pamphlets for support groups. Oh, man. It'd be cool to get, a like, a real doll of Fritz and push him out a window. <laughs> Dude, me, you, and McKeever, uh, when when I used to do my podcast, we had we had a conversation similar where it talks about how maybe we could curb pedophilia by just getting them child real dolls. Do you remember that? I think a scientist actually came up with that, and we were just talking about it. with kid real dolls. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think a scientist is. Yeah, that's probably what we were talking about. It was probably in the news at the time. Although maybe not. I really only have like six conversations in my head. <laughs> And every time we talk, you're just drawing a card. <coughs> Dude, that's got to be the one more so than Apple products that makes Chinese factory workers just fucking take a swan dive out the window. <laughs> It'd probably be pretty upsetting to see a child real doll that fails uh, QA. <laughs> like, I'm not putting my stamp on this one, dude. This is just you're zipping up. I just yeah. can't, I can't clear this one, man. You got a fucking a, a dildo and a robotic arm. It just gives way. It just Jesus tears the Christ. kid in half. It's like, all right. Hey, guy marks off a, a, a checklist. I hate this. I hate yeah. this line of talking, man. Well, you're the one who wants a real doll, buddy. So I'm just I'm just telling you the dark side. You're projecting. This is what you might get in the mail. What if you what if you got a kid real doll in the mail? I just you know what? I that would be great. I just would love to receive anything in the mail that's in a crate that requires me to use a crowbar and lift a bunch <laughs> of hay out of it. That's been a dream of mine since I was a child. I feel like it happened a lot on cartoons too. You get the fucking fl- I want if you can get me a real doll delivered in an Acme crate and I have to like and lift a bunch of hay out of it. I will be the ha- I there wouldn't have to be anything inside it. That would be the coolest fucking thing in the world. Dude, how big would you want your real doll? Um, I don't know. I guess I never really thought of that. It'd be cool if you could like break it down, like fold it down. You know what I mean? Like like make it from fat to thin. Like a travel real doll. <laughs> like it has a hand, a collapsible handle that comes out of the head. It has <laughs> wheels on its cheeks. You can just drag it through the airport. What are you doing down there? Fixing something? <laughs> oh, dude. Well, I, I never I never got anything in one of those big crates, but I'm I'm stunned that I ended up a functional adult because I remember when I was like fucking I was probably I was too old for it. I was like eleven. Uh a relative mailed me a cabbage patch kit. Do you remember them? Yeah. And dude, at this age, I was way past the age that I should have been excited for this, but a day that we were going on vacation down to the Jersey Shore. My Cabbage Patch Kid came in the mail, and at probably 11 years old, I carried that fucking Cabbage Patch Kid with me everywhere on the boardwalk. That Damn. Week. Yeah. That's gay. It is. <laughs> Super fucking gay, dude. No, I, I played with toys too long, for sure. Well, toys are one thing. Like, if you got fucking G.I. Joes that you're bringing on the boardwalk, I think that would be cool. Yeah. But if you have, if you're taking care of things, I think that's a little strange. Yeah, I think if Ben wanted to bring a doll somewhere, I would just be like, dude, please, I don't feel it. You're going to drop it. It's going to get dirty, and then I'm going to have to carry it. I'm going to get dirt on me. I just don't feel like it. Could you please not? It would kill him, and I would just be like, I don't care, man. I'm not getting, I'm not touching soil because you dropped the doll. That's immediately where my brain goes. That sucks. Dude, I wanted a My Buddy doll so bad when I was a kid. Do you remember those? Yeah. I wanted one so bad, and like that was like 
the supreme injustices. I couldn't get friends in real life, and my parents didn't have enough money to buy me a my buddy. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, that's where your real doll fixation comes from. You want Probably, a real buddy? Yeah. You want a real doll with me? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I die, you're gonna come here and you're gonna check out my computer. You're gonna see all these like Zoom meetings of me and your real doll having <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's a virtual podcast. <laughs> yeah, you want a real buddy. What kind of stuff would you do with your Tim real buddy? Backflips on trampolines. <laughs> You'd make me food. That was the ultimate. That was the ultimate doll move is saying, your turn, and then making the doll <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> oh, Mike, you're so funny. <laughs> yes, it would be fair to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go back on this site. Uh, crystal blue eyes. Backwards hat. Mustache that's growing into a beard. Lost a bunch of weight. Looks great. Make them very cool. <laughs> He's really good with tech stuff. <laughs> Have him wear the same sweatshirt as me and purchase. <laughs> you'll you'll be here in about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> fuck podcast. I'm fucking your butt cheeks. Oh, my God. I am busting your cheeks dude. open, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, what would you do if you came over to my office and, like, your cheeks were split and your stuffing was everywhere? My first reaction would be like, where did you get $3,600? <laughs> well, thank you to all our patrons. <laughs> For as little as a dollar a month, you could get Tim fucked. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I've been saving up for months, dude. If that, if that's, if that, if that real doll, if that real buddy isn't topping you from the bottom, return it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not backing, if it's not taking advantage of you, of you from the bottom, if it's not backing you into a wall, get your money back. Dude, we should set that up because I don't, I don't think my wife watches the podcast anymore. But uh, when we get to a point where we can afford to play that kind of a joke, uh, we'll get a real doll of you. We'll set it in my office and we'll make her walk in on me sucking your dick. That'd be a great decoy. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a regular real doll and you just bought a Tim outfit for it. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's Tim. <laughs> you remember Tim? It's Tim. Isn't it funny? Talking? Isn't it funny? This is. <laughs> she doesn't even know it's a doll. She just starts talking. She's like, oh, "Okay, hi Tim." <laughs> I'm gonna Maybe. put the Lemire doll in bed with her. <laughs> Man, he could do anything with dolls these days. <laughs> Man, um, just trying to just trying to make sure I can put this out of my head forever. No, I think I'm good. Yep, I'll lock that away. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> Man. Oh, dude, I'll, talk, I'll get into it on the Patreon. Never mind. What's that? But, um, the thing that I messaged you about today. Where oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, I'm going to get into that on the Patreon. Patreon page. We'll slide over in a couple minutes. It's the perfect time to remind you guys for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show and uh, your your cool hosts <laughs> with with great ideas uh, at patreon.com slash dadmepodcast. Um, you get literally twice the podcast. And uh, now that I'm kind of settled into my new digs, we're going to start cranking out the sketches again. Um, really, really put a fucking took the wind out of my sails to get beat to the punch on that suck of my own dick sketch but that's a that's not even a problem moving forward man we're we're back on track you just got to remove even more ribs tim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh all right i'll i'll finish off can i i guess I'll, i guess we could finish talking about the weekend and uh we can we can see the uh the free episode listeners on their way and then we'll slide over. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, we watched UFC in the backyard. We played video games. My goodness, it was a magical time. The fire was perfect. The The skirt steak was phenomenal. The chimichurri was, I mean, I've never had anything like it. And then I got Tommy to do mushrooms. He's, <laughs> How did he take he had no. He had almost no interest. No, Almost no interest whatsoever. And I said, you know what? I'll take a mild... I'll take a mild mushroom dose with you just to show you that you got nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a hit. Actually, like a couple hours into it, he was like, we should take some more. <laughs> and then we did. But then I was like, after that, I was like, listen, once you hit like a certain point, it's like there's kind of like a pattern to it. And once you're on like the downswing, you can't really ramp it back up. So mm-hmm. let's just enjoy what this one is. And the next time we'll go to outer space. And so we had the fucking time of our lives. We, I like six hours flashed by. We watched goddamn probably four hours of glass blowing videos. <laughs> we were just watching dudes make dragons. Like that was a joy. And then I, I I told him all about Eurovision. I I know I've talked about Eurovision on here. I before. don't remember that. Do you know about Eurovision? I don't. I have no recollection of ever hearing about it. It's like it's like um American Idol, but for for entire countries in Europe. And it's, uh, I think it's one song. So each country uh, puts forward an act, like their Olympic song team. Oh, wow. Or band or whatever. And uh, they compete. And it's usually it's usually pretty bad. It's pretty, <laughs> you know what it is? It's almost like, um, like, uh, shit. Like a low budget commercial version of like whatever's hot in pop music. Hmm. But... There were some cool moments. So, so we watched a pretty long video. It was every Eurovision Song Contest winner from like 1954 to 2019. And there was probably eight times where Tommy was on the verge of a nervous breakdown because he didn't know what we were doing. He's like, why are we doing this? And I, was like, dude. I was like, dude, you have to understand the impact that ABBA had, ABBA had in 1974. And he's like, he, he looked like he had a stomach ache. He was just like, why are we... And and then I was like, dude, you you would be surprised that Luxembourg fucking dominates year after year in this fucking thing. <laughs> Every good song on the list, Luxembourg. Uh, and then we get to ABBA in 1974. And in the next four years, every winner was clearly trying to like replicate exactly what ABBA did. 
So that there's was only the, there's only one dancing queen. There's the rest only. of you are just dancing princesses. Don't even fucking try. Just one. Um. So yeah, and then we ended up watching the entire thing. There was some very funny. Ireland and Israel have probably had the funniest performances in the history of Eurovision because they are just so Irish and Israeli fighting and stealing, dude. No, it's like uh, like like folk Irish, like a, like a weird looking guy with a asymmetrical face, just like singing a ballad. Um, <laughs> man, that was. I pictured Tommy on a mushroom trip, uh, coming across a lot like he does with trying to access the fucking Zoom link for the UFC. Streams. <laughs> what? What? what is that? What are you doing? What? What? He's gonna give me the code? Hold on. What? Hold on. What are you doing, Tom? Tom, we doing? Where we at? Huh? Well, what? Who's that? Pretty much. So it was beautiful. That was beautiful, man. I'm happy to hear it, man. I'll, I'll be there for the next one. I can't wait. And then, uh, yeah, did the Twitch stream today. Talked to some. Talked to some fucking bubs. We had a great morning. We. I just. I. I. I mean. I'm on. I'm on a track right now. I can't even recognize. I'm. 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 Just uh, flabbergasted. I'm, uh, Good man. Well, it's only going to get better, man. We got the fucking new studio coming up soon. We got merchandise coming soon. Oh yeah, wait, that man. was why I brought up the Twitch stream because uh, there's an entire Twitch chat that's holding me accountable. Uh, by Good. by the time I stream Thursday night, uh, I've got some um, tasks I need to complete, and they're going to keep me accountable. Good crew, man. I think this is inevitable. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to put it on you to keep me in line. I'm I'm going to have these dudes do it. I appreciate them. They they are basically completing me. All right. Uh, does this mean I also have to get my real buddy to do the same things that you're being held accountable <laughs> to do? Or is he exempt? That, why aren't real dolls more accessible? They should be like Build-A-Bears. You should be able to just get... That would be a great 40-year-old birthday party. You have a Build-A-Bear real doll party? Well, dude, that's what I'm going to do. If I ever hit the Powerball, you know how like when teams... That have had that lose the Super Bowl. They've already had T-shirts made up of them winning the Super Bowl, and they just like airdrop them into fucking the Sudan. That's what I'm gonna do if I'm wealthy. I'm just gonna airdrop fucking real dolls to people in the Sudan. You're so noble, man. You should Thank do your you. research project on this. <laughs> the effect of real dolls being airdropped into the Sudan. So that's uh that's the week, dude. The you know what's crazy is that in in working out what I need to get the uh, merch out the door, I think we got maybe four more options. I'm excited about the the one that you sent me today. Me too. Me too. I can't fucking wait. I can't wait to hit these dudes just with the page so they could see and 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 gawk and and awe at oh my god! I can't believe I'm about to own a piece of this and further support my fucking boys. The best man. Patreon.com slash dad me podcast. Join us over there. We're, we're, we're continuing the conversation in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Mike's going to tell me a story I've been waiting to hear all day. And uh, we're really going to cut loose. Oh, one more thing I want to mention is uh, if you want to be rock hard like us, go to bluechew.com, type in promo code fatbird, get some free blue chews. The only thing you got to do is pay five bucks shipping and handling. They'll send you some free shit. I love it. I fucking, I'm rock hard every week. 100, 105% bird every single time. It's the best, man. It, whether or not you have bird problems, hit it up. You'll have super bird. You'll really enjoy it. Give it a shot. Give you some free samples for 
the Blue Chew is free. You just pay the five bucks shipping and handling. Type in promo code FATBIRD at BlueChew.com. If I if I ever am successful in sucking my own bird, it'll be because of Blue Chew. Oh, dude, I should get them to sponsor me like Red Bull for my attempts. Try it, dude. I'll wear like, a, you know, the stupid fucking bicycle hat. <laughs> I'm going to get a full kit. I'm going to get a jersey. I'm going to get a Blue Chew dick suck, own sucking dick jersey. Sucking own dick jersey. And then, like, when I hit the top level, I'll just be, like, doing it over, like, the rooftops in South America <laughs> with a GoPro <laughs> in my head. <laughs> that would be the best GoPro footage ever, a dude sucking his own dick. <laughs> he sucking Dave Osborne. There's <laughs> <laughs> a blow pro. <laughs> All right, stop. It's over, dude. This is the end. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you over on the Patreon or somewhere else this week. Love you, bubs. Love you, bubs.